Welcome back, everybody, to the Checkup Podcast. Uh, it's Caleb Willard again with Nick Morrison. What's going on, Nick? Good, man. Just living life, living the dream. <laughs> so we're going to switch up our order today um, because on the podcast we're focusing on basketball and football. We're actually going to start with football today despite the NBA finals going on. So that way, you know, everybody understands that this is a two-way street. That's how we plan on keeping it. Um, so we're going to talk about – we're not going to get too crazy into football with offseason. I did kind of want to talk about some mediocre, mediocre quarterbacks, um, kind of like uh, like would you buy or sell kind of thing. Uh, so we're going to talk about mediocre quarterbacks today, and we're going to get a little bit into Chris Paul again. Um, I had a lot of discussion with roommates and friends and some other listeners about Chris Paul. And I just, uh, I want to show you guys, I want to show you guys some things. So we're going to get into it. Um, we're going to start with mediocre quarterbacks, like I said. And Nick, I want to call out some quarterback names. Okay. And we're going to, we're going to say, I don't know, we're going to talk about whether we would you know, like buy stock into the quarterback or we would we would sell some stock in the quarterback and maybe dish out, okay? I got you. Let's get it. All right. So first on the list is Ben Roethlisberger. I'm selling. You're selling? Okay. See, I, I don't think that's crazy to sell, right? Like Big Ben had the worst collapse down the stretch of the season than I can remember. Like from they were 11-0, weren't they? Yeah, they were killing it. They were they undefeated. Were they were undefeated. Then they <laughs> lost to the Redskins, and then they lost again to uh, to the Joe Burrowless uh, Bengals. Yeah, that was bad. That was a bad. I mean, loss. that was bad. And I don't know. They're. I mean, I I feel bad for Ben because they really kind of screwed him over in a way. You know what I mean? They got rid of Le'Veon Bell, which was uh, you replaced him with James Conner, who has not performed. You know, up the par, no, and A-B they went from, dude. They went from A B to Juju, the TikTok, the t- <laughs> the TikTok star, right? I just feel like that's such a huge. I mean, it was a huge drop. Big Ben actually didn't play bad, too bad this year. Uh, Big Ben, for y'all who don't know, Big Ben had thirty eight hundred yards, thirty three touchdowns, and ten picks over the course of the season. The last four games. Uh, he kind of, his averages definitely dipped down. In that Cincinnati game, he only threw 170 yards. So, I watched that game. They, it was were, such they just were terrible that game. It like was I such said, no game. Joe Burrow. I mean, the defense isn't, it's Cincinnati. You know what I mean? The, the defense isn't credible. And the other thing about Big Ben, you know, like I said, it's, I feel like he kind of got screwed, but he's also 39. Nah, he's, he's on the decline. Boy. He's, this, on, he's this, on the decline for sure. Yeah, and also people forget what made Big Ben really Big Ben was, yeah, he's always been able to throw, but he used to be able to take those hits, not take a sack, extend plays. It just doesn't happen anymore. And with the offense around him, not really. I mean, Claypool is a solid player. He could he could turn into a star. But he Juju, could. I'm not I'm not all in on the Juju train. And I just think it's just more downhill from here for Big Ben. And don't get me wrong. Like, is Big Ben still better than a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL? Absolutely. But am I buying or selling? I'm selling on Big Ben. Um, this is yeah. It's gonna get I worse would, from here. 
It has to. I mean, he's 39 years old. He's cut. Hey, and you got to remember, not last season, but the season before, he only played two games because he was injured the entire rest of the season. Yeah. So Big Ben's coming off of injuries. You know, he had a good season. I would sell while his stock is high. He obviously bounced back. Good for him. I would, I would so. It doesn't fit the team either. You know, everybody's young. The defense is young. The offense is young. So the question is, are you? The question is, are you going with Dwayne Haskins? So are you, are you rolling Dwayne Haskins? I would. Okay. So let me, let me. I obviously they're not going to be able. They probably won't be able to trade this year, right? They probably won't. I'm not going Dwayne. No. That to answer that question, no. No. But I would ride with Ben this this next year. If you can't trade him this year, and I would draft, I would start the. Pro- I mean, you got to start the process somewhere. I, I would try to trade him. I would try to trade him to a you know a win now type team that has proven wide receivers and get your draft capital up. Um, next on my list is Baker Mayfield. You buying or selling? This one's tough for me, dude. I I like Baker. I Baker's gotten a lot of heat for kind yeah, of. No I'm, I'm buying. Overall, I'm buying on Baker. I wouldn't say like I'm. There are definitely quarterbacks in the league, up and coming quarterbacks. I'm more excited about and more willing to put my faith in. But I like Baker Mayfield. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. I think, I think there's just been so much distractions from him grabbing his crotch at against Kansas to, to everything. There's just been so many distractions that it's finally settling down. And I mean, he has a good offense. And the thing that people forget about that Browns team a lot is that their run game is amazing. Mm-hmm. Nick, it was, it's Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, right? That duo. Yep. Yep, I mean, they the just are. So, I mean, he's got great running backs, which is awesome for a uh, up and coming quarterback. He's got a little bit more experience now. If OBJ stays healthy this year with Landry, I like it. And the Browns showed it last year. I mean, they made the playoffs. The, the Cleveland Browns made the playoffs. You got to say that twice just to believe it. But I'm buying. <laughs> I'm buying on Baker. So I am buying on Baker, but under a condition that Baker remains humble with how much money he asked for. I feel like that's key because like Baker. That. I don't feel like Baker's an elite quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't – he has every weapon in the world. He has OBJ, Jarvis Laundry, great tight ends, two, the best running back tandem in the NFL, one Duo. of the best offensive yeah. lines in the NFL, a defense that just is adding Jadavian Clowney to it. Um, I mean, he has, he has it all. If Peyton Manning had that team, if Aaron Rodgers – you know what I mean? Like, that's an amazing – and he's – yeah. And and he's gotten a lot better. So from year from last year or from two years ago to last year, he went from throwing twenty-two touchdowns and twenty-one interceptions to throwing twenty-six touchdowns and only eight interceptions. Huge, huge leap. I'm not completely sold on him just because I feel like there are definitely holes in this game. There's definitely some maturity issues. He is definitely, when you look at the overall value of the team, he is less valuable. Like, I'm, I mean, I'd prioritize the running back tandem over Baker. And Miles Garrett. Right, and Miles Garrett. But at the end of the day, Baker, 
he gets the fit. He gets his his purpose of the team is to is to lead. It's I agree. I'm, to, I'm buying on the, Baker yeah. and the uh, Browns. So I'm yeah, I'm. Oh yeah, yeah for I'm sure. buying I mean, on Baker and the Browns if he doesn't ask for too much money and ruins the rest of the squad. I agree with that. Take. Yeah, he just can't ask for too much money. Like I said, 26 touchdowns and eight picks this year. He went from throwing 21 picks to eight in one year. Super impressive. Um, next up, Cam Newton. So, you're selling. Period. Ooh, all right. What's your exclamation point? <laughs> period. Sell. Exclamation point. Okay. All right. So, will he start this year? Probably. Oh, 100%. I think. I think Mac Jones will. I think if Mac Jones had a little bit of NFL experience, he'd be starting. I think I seriously do believe that. I think really? Cam Newton had an amazing peak. I mean, peak Cam Newton was amazing in Carolina, dude. He was such a force. But I don't know, man. This last year, his inability to get the ball downfield accurately, consistently. I'm, I'm buying on the fact that the Patriots will have a better year this year, so it'll make Cam look better. But I'm selling on Cam because I really don't think Cam's that kind of that guy. If that makes sense, I'm I'm buying on the Patriots because I think they they improved a lot and they got the goat coach. So I think they'll they'll do fine this year. They'll do better than last year. But I'm I'm selling on Cam. If I'm a if I'm an NFL team, I do not want Cam Newton as my quarterback. I can name ten to fifteen guys easy that I want over Cam. I think that's an important point. If you're a different NFL team. If you're anybody but the Patriots, because well, I think the Patriots think, can make it work. I'm, oh, no, I'm no, no. That. See, see, that's where, like, yeah. I buy that 100%. That's where Bill really excelled this offseason. He knows Cam can't throw like that. Yep. And he knows Cam doesn't want to. I mean, last season, Cam ran for 12 touchdowns. He ran for 12 touchdowns. He only threw for, I think, eight. So he, what did he do? He surrounded him with. Two of you know what top two top five tight ends in the league in Hunter Henry and um oh my gosh what's the uh, what's the guy from Tennessee's name that's amazing oh, Judon um, I think so yeah oh man I mean he so two top five top seven tight ends right there uh they had a great draft I'm not buying long term in the cam you know. Two years ago, it's the same thing as Big Ben. He has the same play style that Big Ben had, except Cam was more aggressive with the running. He was a better athlete, but Big Ben's always been a better thrower of the football. Yeah, and it just it hurts you long term. So Cam's going to be injury prone. I would only buy Cam for a couple more years. I'm not that high on Mac Jones. I I've seen the practice footage of Mac playing. <laughs> Have you seen that video where I? Uh, where Cam like overthrows two straight receivers in the end zone and Mac Jones yeah. just throws it in. Yeah. So I've seen it. I, I'm not sold on Mac. I think Mac needs time to develop. And I think, no, Cam I do too. That's what I'm saying. That's what's, that's what's holding him back is just that NFL experience, but I'm not, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just not yeah, buying not. on Cam, but I'm buying on the Patriots this year to be better. That's for sure. That's fair. Okay. Um, next up, Carson Wentz. Oh, man, you had to do this to me. Uh-huh. Uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Okay. So this is a little complicated. I'm buying on Carson Wentz, but I'm not buying that he's going to play necessarily at an MVP level, but that he's going to play good enough to help the Colts make the playoffs and be a good team. 
Like, I don't, I don't okay. know if that makes sense, but I'm not buying that he necessarily is an MVP this year, but he's definitely going to be better than what he showed last year. First off, the Colts have an amazing offensive line. Amazing. Quentin Nelson could dang near take anyone in the league plus another person. Like, can't, That's facts. They, their offensive line's great. And they got an up-and-coming running back in Jonathan Taylor. They got solid receivers in T.Y. Hilton and Michael Pittman. I, I think he'll, he'll, he'll show people why he was an MVP candidate a couple years ago and why he's a good player. Do I think he's necessarily going to go out and win MVP next year? No, but I'm buying on the fact that the Colts will be better and he will he'll play well this year. Uh, so I'm buying on Carson Wentz this year. So I, I don't know if you remember. You probably, well, you definitely don't remember. Neither of us remember. It happened before we were born. But I feel like every quarterback, every young quarterback gets a couple of years. You know what I mean? Like they, should, they get a couple of years to develop a mess up. Peyton Manning. His first year in the league was terrible. His first few years in the league, he threw like 20 picks. A lot of interceptions. Yeah, he like over the th- course of three years, two of the seasons, he had 20-plus picks. I mean, he was ugly. And then like, then he hit it. Like He hit his stride. And I feel like Carson, you may not remember, but Carson two years ago, his touch, he was throwing four touchdowns a game to every interception. He was throwing four touchdowns before throwing an interception. Um, and Looking he was like Aaron Rodgers. Literally, like name one receiver on the Eagles team. Like name one that has played for with Carson Wentz over the past two years. Jalen Rieger. Yeah, that's the only one I could think of was Rieger. That's literally. I mean, and uh, oh, oh, and who was the receiver that is known for dropping passes? Nelson Aguilar. Ooh, <laughs> and Nelson Aguilar were his two best receivers. Yeah, I forgot. And they that all got injured. Existed. Zach Ertz was the only one that was all remotely reliable. The offensive line was abysmal. So I think this is a great situation for Carson. I think the Colts got him for a steal. Oh, they and, definitely got him for a steal. And this is and this is the comp I kind of want to use here. So if you remember, you know, the Redskins playoff run with the Bucks, they went from having Alex Smith to Taylor Heineke. It wasn't a jump of skill necessarily, but of just ta- of, of athleticism, of like hunger almost to play. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's what the Colts are going to go through. They're going from Phillip Rivers, who, you know, he's a bigger talent, maybe like maybe. I mean, he, Phil Rivers he might go was down top. better all time. Right. But. He might go back. Yeah. He might go down better all time. But Carson Wentz, I mean, Carson Wentz, if you ever, if you've ever watched him play, he wants to win. Like he, he is, a, he is a real competitor. He's so great I'm arm excited. Great arm talent. He'll, he'll run. I mean, he'll take off. He'll take hits. I mean, he proved to the Eagles he would take hits. So I'm excited for Carson. And I feel like we have to go from Carson Wentz to talking about Sam Darnold because I feel like it's, it's almost like a copycat story, except for Sam Darnold even like had it even worse. Sam Darnold, he's never even had a team. <laughs> I'm buying. I'm buying on Sam Darnold. I, my... I am so buying on Sam Darnold, it's not even funny. And I wanna I wanna make it so crystal clear why, okay? Sam Darnold two years ago. You know who his you know who his receivers were two years ago? Jameson Crowder. It was Jameson Crowder and Robbie Anderson. No running back, no offensive line, 
Jamison Crowder, the receiver that wasn't good enough to play on the Redskins. And Robbie Anderson ended up being okay this last year for Yeah, and Carolina. baby Robbie yeah, and baby Robbie I mean Robbie was a couple years in the league. I yeah. mean nothing and and no defense. He had the most mediocre bad defense and, and uh went 7 and might 9. Might as well have no offensive line, like none. And he went 7 and 9. Okay, this past year they went 2 and 14. And Sam the defense averaged 29 points a game allowed. Uh, <laughs> the defense you gotta score more than four touchdowns just to be in the game. Bro, Sam had to throw Sam had to throw 450 yards a game at bare minimum to win games last year. That's how bad and and rushing attack. Oh, I'm sorry, their leading rusher had 650 yards. Their leading rusher had 650. And on top of it, they got rid of Robbie Anderson. Like you said, he played Robbie played for uh, the Panthers last year. It was played just really Jameson Crowder. Just Jameson. And don't forget about White Boy Hogan. <laughs> and six and six five expatriate Hogan. So yeah. dude, I just think I just think that Sam gets so much hate for no reason. Um, if you ever watched him in college, he played at USC, and he tore it up at USC. He was crazy. I mean, he uh, freshman year went to the Rose Bowl, and and balled out at the Rose Bowl. So I'm buying on Sam Darnold. I think the Jets are dumb. I think the Jets let, the Jets let him go for a second round pick and a fifth. Can we talk about why the freaking Washington football team didn't snag that. We were talking about that for so long. Man. We were like, they're asking for a second and a fifth for Sam Darnold. Are you kidding me? So let's say he busts out and he's just terrible. Well, we lost a second and a fifth round pick. Not like we did anything with that in this draft anyways. Dude, but if how, it turns many, out, how many? Yeah. You have a what? A 23, 24 year old solid QB for the next 10 to 12 years. That's a perfect situation for Carolina. They scored big time. Cause yeah, if it doesn't up, pan yeah. out, you're like, Oh, I only gave up a second and a fifth and okay. He was bad anyways, whatever. And how many of those, and how good, many of those bust anyway? Yeah. Like who did we draft in the second round? I don't even know. We're, we're Washington football fans, obviously. I yeah. don't know. I mean, how many how many busts happened in the second round? And the upside was a franchise quarterback. I don't know. You know, Carolina got him for a steal. That's all I got to say. More than a steal. More, yeah, more, more, robbery. more than a steal. And and they decided. We took that- Samuel Cosme. 51. <laughs> we took Samuel Cosme oh, 51 overall. That. Who? Yeah. Samuel Cosme. Number fifty-one oh, overall. You know we're not gonna we're gonna save the draft review for later, but I'm still mad that we didn't get the cornerback out of Virginia Tech or Asante yeah. Samuel Jr. Yeah, we got Jameen Davis. Anyways, <laughs> Jameen better Jameen better come through for us. I know. Anyway, I I just think that uh I think the Jets are crazy. I think they're setting unrealistic expectations. They're gonna go from Sam Donald to Zach Wilson. Zach and let's Wilson. Say, okay, let's say maybe Zach Wilson's a little bit better. Okay, so they get three wins instead of two. Like, he, he's yeah, not, I don't, I don't, I don't see problem. him propelling them. 
I like oh, yeah, I like yeah. Zach Wilson. I don't think he I think he could be a solid NFL quarterback. Like he's got good arm talent, you know what I mean? But it's just he's he's not that much of an upgrade from Sam Darnold, especially if they don't change the team around that much. I mean, come on. Coming out of college, Sam Darnold had played ten top fifteen teams. Or te- I'm sorry, ten oh, he's played teams. way more big games than he Zach played, Wilson. Way Sam Darnold played ten ranked see. teams. Beat the number four seed in the in the number four team in country. Beat them at the Rose Bowl. Zach Wilson has yeah. played six ranked games. The the highest, the best team Zach Wilson has beat in college was the fourteenth. Was ranked fourteen. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we're gonna move on from this. We'll continue this take another time. But dude, bye 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 on Sam Donald. There's yep. it's only up. It can only go up. Sam has hit so rock low. Bottom, right. Price is so low. All right. Uh, next up, ooh, let's go. Let's go, Ryan Tannehill. I'm buying. You gotta buy with freaking Derrick Henry and Julio, like. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, so I feel the, like the pressure like, on him. Everyone talks about the pressure on him increasing because of Julio, which I agree. Like he does need to play well, but at the same time, like having Derrick Henry in the backfield. And a good offensive line is such like a confidence boost to fall back on for that offense. That and at the end of the day, he has AJ Brown, who I think might be a little overrated, but he's a really good wide receiver, and Julio Jones, who's been super disrespected the last little while. I mean, super disrespected. People, I see these top ten lists all the time. Buddy's not even in the top ten list, which is mm. crazy to me. But now I'm, I'm buying on Ryan Tannehill. I think we'll have a really good year. Yeah, especially so, if Julio, Julio stays healthy. If Julio stays healthy the whole year, Buffett Tannehill's got at least four thousand yards. Look, if and you know they got Caleb, they're the team that got Caleb Farley, the Virginia yep. Tech corner. Yeah. So with Ryan Tan, I, I'll share this with you. Two years ago, okay, Ryan threw twenty seven hundred yards. This past year, man's threw thirty eight hundred yards. He threw a thousand more yards this year. Uh, I mean, he, he started to he started more games. Yards. To be fair, two years ago, he was a little injured. This year, he threw 33 touchdowns and seven picks. Okay? He's going to get Julio Jones. And um, who's who's their wide receiver that's... A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. Yeah. A.J. Brown's only going to get better. So, I don't love Ryan. Like, Ryan's not an elite quarterback for me. Like, he truly is a mediocre quarterback. But... The Titans, I feel like the Titans are doing the right thing. They're building around him. They're not forcing Ryan. To, they're not paying Ryan a crazy amount of money, I don't think. They're not going to. They're not going to pay him more, especially. So I feel like Ryan Ryan can only go up, like you said. I mean, Julio Jones, goodness gracious. Yep. With Derrick Henry. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, Jared Goff. So... I think Jared Goff is a like not a bad quarterback, but Detroit. I mean, who's he throwing to? You know what I mean? Like, didn't they get didn't they get rid of their number one receiver? Uh, they traded him. Yeah, he's he's at the Giants yeah, now. Did. Yeah, they did. Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Kenny Galladay got traded to the Giants. Poor Jared. I mean, uh, but to be fair, I really don't feel bad. I don't feel that bad for Jared. Um, nope. He Jared, had all the opportunity in the world and. Yeah, LA. I mean, he really did. He had the threw, best defense in the league, arguably, too. And yeah, he threw seven hundred less yards this year. Uh, he threw less touchdowns. 
he missed one game. It's the only reason he didn't throw any more picks than last, you know, than two years ago. He's had Cooper Cup. He's had Robert Woods. He's had Sean McVay. He had uh, the, who's their running back right now? He's great. Um, I mean, he had Todd Gurley, and Jared broke his hand, his throwing hand. You know, I mean, Matt we don't Stafford's even. It didn't even in that situation. <laughs> Oh my goodness, dude! Matt Stafford is so excited. He gets he's man. I'm I'm excited for Matt Stafford, and that's he, why Matt someone Stafford. Someone finally look, got out of Detroit. Look, Barry and Sanders and Julio and Calvin Johnson were trying to do that, and they couldn't get out. And Matt Stafford actually got out. Shout out Matt Stafford. <laughs> look, there's a reason Matt Stafford's not in the mediocre list. Okay, Matt Stafford is a legit quarterback. He's been established and so i'm excited for him to go to a real team i mean they're i mean they're they're super bowl contenders i think that's more than safe to say yep um next up drew lock drew lock i I think everybody knows the answer to this and i think i think the answer is we're cutting drew lock soon yeah (laughs) I think Drew Locke, and you know we'll do we'll do two here. We'll do Drew Locke and Daniel Jones. Look, I'm cutting both of them. Um, I'm on the sell on both. I agree. I'm selling on both. Daniel Jones took a huge step back this past year. I really don't care what these Giants fans have to say. He went from throwing 24 touchdowns to 11, and he played more games this year. Like, don't get me wrong, Saquon Barkley will help him this year. But yeah, yeah, and and they got him receivers. I just don't. His decision making sucks, and so does Drew Lock. Played like, at Drew Duke. Lock, yeah, I don't. I really don't know what they expected from Daniel. I, and Drew Lock played at Missouri. I'm taking know. Drew Lock over Daniel Jones. Just because I hate Duke. That's not a bad take. Just because I hate Duke. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's time for both of them. I think they're going to give them a few games this season, and it's do or die from here on out. I agree. And I don't see Drew getting picked up by another team, and I don't see Daniel Jones getting picked up. They'll so. ba- their backup rules, if they blow it, they should be backups. All right, uh, last one before we get going over to basketball. Kirk Cousins. Captain Kirk. Uh, I wish Captain Kirk... Sometimes we're still on the Redskins if we can only pay him like 15 mil a year. Man, Kirk got the bag. <laughs> yeah. Kirk really moved. Kirk, and- Kirk really went all the way to cold ass Minnesota just to get the bag. Like, it's, I mean, like his contract is, I'm pretty sure his contract is like 30 something mil like a year. Yeah. Dude, I think, I think it's like 37. Like, I think he's it, creeping up on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, his contract is so he's he's slated to make twenty one million this year plus like a little bonus and thirty five next year or oh my gosh yeah thirty five it's it's a it's a two year sixty six million dollar deal but there's like back they have this weird thing with like back end money and stuff like that but it's two years sixty six mil look for, I... for thirty touchdowns and eighteen picks. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I just think I think and Kirk can't win on Monday made, night. I think, <laughs> I think, 
Isn't he 0-8 Monday Night Football? Yeah, he's 0-8 in Monday Night Football. <laughs> Look, I just – Kirk is old enough. See, a lot of these other quarterbacks are young, right, on this list. They're young quarterbacks. They've only been in the league a few years. I feel like Kirk's been in the league long enough that we should see the peak at this point. And, and we have to value him by how much the team is valuing him at, a.k.a. $35 million. You paying $35 million – to not win a single Monday night football game? I guess. And, I, yeah, dude. I he really just, didn't have I, a bad year. Like, and, and, okay, and everything, no, he, he did, really didn't he did. have a bad year. He didn't, but. No, it's not that he ha- – but can he get better? Is, he, is Kirk Cousins going to get better? I don't see Kirk getting any better. I, I really think – I don't know. You got to sell. There is no buying any more of the stock. Yeah. I, if anything, is I'm Kirk just... Cousins – look, is Kirk Cousins going to go – to uh is he gonna go to kansas city and beat the chiefs hell no well then we're selling it's like i feel like it's to that point he's a vet at this point and he's at 32. this point he is prime kirk this is prime kirk cousins and you know his team can't get possibly better you know they're running back they have a top three running back in the league statistically they have one of the Adam best Thielen. They have, yeah, they have one of the best wide receiver tandems in the league. You know, as much as I don't love Justin Jefferson, like they have a mean duo right there. Their defense is decent, not crazy, but it's decent. It's not going to get any better. Hey, look, it's not going to get any better with Kirk Cousins making $35 million a year. Nope. So I'm selling. If you can, I mean, he threw 35 touchdowns and 4,300 yards this year. Let's not get it twisted. If that means something. To a team, let's not then. get it twisted. I'm still taking Kirk Cousins over Daniel Jones and Drew Locke. Oh, and yeah, 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 No, there are levels. There are levels to this. Yeah. He's just because probably... just because it's on the cell doesn't mean he's a bad quarter. Like, no, it's, like it's kind of like Ben Roethlisberger. I just feel like the situation doesn't work at this. Point. Big Ben or Kirk Cousins? I'm taking Kirk. I'm ta- oh, you're point. taking Kirk. Mm. Yep. At this point, I'm taking Kirk. He's 32. I know what I'm going to get from him. Ben's 39. If I want someone on my team right now, I'm taking Kirk. All right, but hear this. If Ben is on the Vikings, the Vikings win. I mean, the Vikings win more games. This is true. This is true. I feel like Ben Ben is better right now, but Ben physically can't play any better. This is prime Kirk Cousins. So if if prime Kirk Cousins overtakes him in a year, I mean, good for Kirk. Yeah, facts. So, all right, well, we're going to move on. Uh, we will be. We will be back at football. Don't worry about it. Um, but we're going to move on to this Chris Paul stuff. Um, like I said, I've heard a lot about Chris Paul from a lot of legal listeners. And I just want to make some things clear. I'm not a Chris Paul hater. I respect a lot of Chris Paul. Chris Paul is, he's either, he, he's either barely breaking the top five all the time or, you know, or he's knocking on it right now. Hall of Famer. He really is. Okay, but I feel like this is no disrespect to Chris Paul, but by putting Chris Paul ahead of a lot of these other players, you're disrespecting them. So what we're going to do right now is I have I have a PowerPoint presentation on Nick's screen right now. Okay, with Chris Paul statistics. So Chris Paul, his career statistics. All right. So Chris Paul in his entire career has averaged 18 points a game, nine assists. 
no MVPs, no chips. He's a 10-time All-NBA player and nine-time All-Defense. We're not doing first, second, third team. All, you know, we're just counting it straight up, All-NBA. I think All-NBA defense is a joke, personally. Um, I want to say that as a you know, kind of like a warning label, right? I feel like, you know, I mean, if you look at Steph Curry's top five plays of all time, Chris Paul's in half of them. So I th- I feel like the all-defense team is a little overrated, but I give it to him, okay? And on the other side, so there's this, the screen is split in half. On the other side is a random point guard, okay? Random, or not random. I mean, I chose them. But it's a, it's an unnamed point guard and their statistics. And we're going to I can't see the name. Ball. It's just the stats. Right. So I know the name. Chris, uh, Nick does not. And we're gonna we're gonna get going on this. So the first point guard, 18 points a game, eight assists a game. He has an MVP. He's won six championships and is a 12-time All NBA player. Okay, off just that information. Which career are you gonna take? I'm taking that one over Chris okay. Paul. So the points per game are about the same. The assists are a little <clears throat> bit less. He has an MVP which is big, and he's 12-time All-NBA. Even though it's zero All-NBA defense, I don't really put that much into the defense. I mean, yeah, it's, so it's something, I feel like, but... I feel like we have to talk about this, because, you know, I, like I said, I don't... I don't... I just don't like... I don't know. I, I think it's way overrated, and I think MVP maybe needs to be a little bit more, you know, weighted. MVP yeah. means the best player in the entire league right now. Not just point guard. You're the best player. Chris Paul has not been close to the best player in the entire league once in his entire career. And I feel like that accomplishment of being the best player at that time is huge. And I think we got to celebrate it a little bit. And, okay, so one more, one more warning before I re- reveal the name here, okay? Um, I'm not saying that this player is necessarily better than Chris Paul all the time. This is just... Food for thought for you, okay? So you want to know who it is? You have a guess? I mean, six championships. Six championships? Yeah. An MVP. It's an old guy. Yeah, it's got to be like... Oscar didn't win six chips. He averaged more than that, too. Oh, um, yeah. Bob Cossey. I- Bob Bob Cousy. Oh my goodness, Cousy. Bob Cousy. That's Bob Cousy. I don't even know if our yeah. listeners know who that is. <laughs> yeah, that's an old, that is a that is an old time Celtics point guard that played with Bill Russell. Bob Cousy is like the original point guard. Yeah, right. He's the he's the first like big time point guard, and he killed it. So, like I said, food for thought. All right. Uh, next up, we got. This anonymous player only averaged 13 points a game, but he made up for it in his assists where he averaged 11, um, was 11 time all NBA and five time all NBA defense. And this player, uh, well, Nick, who do you, uh, which one are you taking? Hey, this one's a little bit harder. I have a feeling I know who this player is, and all time I'm going to rank them above Chris Paul. But off this, I'm, I would take Chris Paul's career, just off a quick glance. 
Okay. Yeah. No, that's, but I mean, I think that's it's fair. John Stockton. Is it John it Stockton? Is, it is John Stockton. Yeah. It is John Stockton. So j- there's no way that Chris Paul is a better all time point guard in my head than John Stockton. But if you just look at those numbers, then yeah, I'd probably take Chris Paul's career. But Why are you taking Stockton? All time? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, all right. This is my thing. I think people just underestimate how good John Stockton really was. And it's kind of hard for me to explain, but all those assists piled up over all those years. And you can make a case that Chris Paul is like more skilled. You know what I'm saying? Like Uh he might be a little bit better. Obviously he's a little bit better on defense and all these other things. But at the end of the day, when I just think point guards, what a point guard's supposed to do on the floor, you're talking about you're, everyone's going to hype up Chris Paul for being a leader and being a great floor general. John Stockton is the greatest, if not one of the greatest floor generals ever, with like Magic Johnson. So yeah, I think John, you can make a case. You can make a case that Chris Paul is better than John Stockton. But if I were just to think about it, and the first thing that comes to mind is Chris Paul better than John Stockton right now? No. So I think this is where Chris is going to value that chip. You know what I mean? As I think this is the spot he's hunting. This is John yep, Stockton. I agree. Spot, right? I agree. And if he gets a chip, no matter how I view that championship, right? It, I think this is, it's still a chip, and I think that puts him over this. All right? And can um, I just say something really quick before yeah, we yeah, move yeah. on? Yeah, if Michael it. Jordan did not play all those years in the 90s, the Jazz have at least one championship. Oh, that's facts. I'm just saying because we talk about how we're not going to get into the Jordan-LeBron debate, but one of the things that makes Jordan so great is he kept so many Hall of Famers from championships. Charles Barkley, no chips. Patrick Ewing, no chips. Carl Malone, John Stockton, Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, all of them, no chips. Why? Because Jordan won six championships in eight years. Mm. If Jordan doesn't play some of those years, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm telling you, John Stockton's going to have at least one chip. At least. So, yeah. anyways, that's just my two cents. But he has no chips. So, if Chris Paul gets the chip, I think he passes John Stockton. I think Stockton. he cracks it. Even no, though John Stockton's assist, total assist record, oh, probably ridiculous. will never be beaten. Oh, I mean, yeah, no. It's, I mean, like, he is the OG floor general. There is no doubt. Yeah. It's, it's actually insane. Like, it's, All right, next up. Next up, we got 14 points a game, nine assists, um, but he has two MVPs. He's seven-time All-NBA player. Nick, who are you taking? I'm taking two MVPs. They both have zero chips. Chris Paul averaged a little bit more points, but if I win two MVPs, um, yeah, I'm going to take the two MVPs over no MVPs, and we average the same assists. You average a little bit more points. And okay, you play better defense, but at the end of the day, defense is overrated when it comes to ranking people all time. So, and two MVPs, two. How many people in the in NBA history have more than one MVP? I got you. So we have three MVPs: Moses Malone, Larry Bird, and Magic, who will make an appearance on this list. And then we have Bob Pettit, Carl Malone, Tim Duncan, Steph Curry on this list. Giannis and the reveal Steve Nash. Yep. So we can we can hate on Steve Nash's what is it his second MVP? We can hate on that a little bit, but 
the the reality is you could hate on both but he won both (laughs) but but man he definitely i mean he deserved one of them yeah and like i I just you can can hate on him you can hate on his mvps and that's fair enough but in the day he won them it's just like it's just like this year with chris paul winning the championship you can hate on his chip say it's weak but at the end of the day he won it so at the end of the day i gotta give him some credit for it yep agreed i'm taking steve nash I mean, two MVPs? Man, Chris Paul hasn't won one. All right, next up. Um, so, next up, 24 points a game. Seven assists. Two MVPs. I guess we got to give it away now. Um, three championships. Seven-time All-NBA player so far, Steph Curry. Steph, I don't even Steph think this Curry. is a debate. And yeah, we don't even have to hang on this very long. We don't it's have to hang on this. It's it's two MVPs to zero. Like Chris know? Paul could win two more championships, I mean, and he still isn't better than Steph Curry all time. Yeah, like, the records. Yeah, the records are all Steph's way. You know, I don't care that Chris Paul averaged two more assists. Steph averages six more points a game. He's also the greatest shooter ever. So I mean, and two of the baddest highlights all time are. Steph Curry yanking Chris Paul, taking his ankles and doing that crazy thing at the top of the key where he just made him look stupid. So, yeah, that's his daddy. Steph is so, Chris Paul's daddy. So. I feel like this is another point, and, and we're going to discuss this, this next slide. So this next slide, the player has 25 points a game, seven assists. And I feel like I'm, we're forced to have this conversation. You know, what is more valuable in a point guard? Is it the points or the assists? And I, I always ask people, why would it be assists? Like, what is, I just don't understand. Why, why would you even think that assists are more valuable here? If it comes to your total points a game, right? If we take, if we take into consideration, let's count them as, let's count every assist as points. Like this player on the right with 25 points a game and seven assists is going to average like a bigger impact on the game than Chris Paul. I agree. And it's obviously, and it's yeah, obviously, just everything's situational. It would depend on your team. Sure, but if you're just talking about player for player, yeah, I agree. Player for player, this player. It's only two MVP. less assists, and it's seven more points. And it's seven more points. And it's an MVP. I mean, sorry. And, at the end of the day, I don't care about your all defense if you have an MVP. Like, and, it, oh no, I don't care about the all. I completely agree. Look, this is an offense league. This is not a defensive league. And MVP takes into consideration the defense. I mean. Giannis has won MVP, some you know, somewhat because of the defense, right? Yep, facts. So, and it happens to be James Harden, Chris Paul's ex-teammate. And I asked, this is another thing I have, I've asked people recently: who was better on that team? Was it Chris Paul or was it James Harden? Oh, James Harden. This is the question, though: is is James Harden a point guard or is he a shooting guard? So, and that's, that's the thing. Why, I think he's a shooting guard, but thought. he can play point guard. Is because yeah. he played well. He did play point guard. I mean, yeah. he was six man point guard, and he his entire time in Houston. The only time that he's played shooting guard is when teams decide to bring in a point guard. And we saw. I mean, we saw this year how amazing James can be at point guard. Yep. With the ten assists. I mean, he's he just a guard. He's just a guard. He's just a guard. Like I said, yeah. this is food for thought. We're not ranking these people today, but. I mean, I'm taking Harden. I'm I'm taking Harden while they were together. I'm taking no. and and honestly, I'm, t- I'm, I'm taking, taking Harden both, this I'm year. Taking, I'm taking 
I'm taking well, yeah, I'm taking Harden this year, but I'm taking Book this year over over CP3. Yeah, facts. Moving on. Uh, next player. Let's see. Uh, 19 points a game, nine assists. No, right, I gotta guess. Is this Isaiah Thomas? You would be correct. It is Isaiah Thomas. That was that was good find. Yeah. It was the no. It was the no MVPs and two chips, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the no MVPs and two chips. They kind of. But but to his credit, he does have a Finals MVP, and that was that's a valid Finals MVP. He no, was disgusting. Isaiah Thomas final. is better all time than Chris Paul. Even even looking at these numbers, even if I didn't know the player, two time chip, like the same points and assists. Chris Paul doesn't have an MVP, so. I'm taking the chips, like. Yeah, and he average. I mean, that's he, the he only thing that can compare to chips is MVP. If you don't have chips, you need an MVP to really to really have a claim at something. So I I agree to have a spot. I mean, Chris Paul's played for 16 years. I'm asking for one. Yep. It, it's kind of like it's kinda, <laughs> since we're on the topic. It's kind of like uh, Drew Brees. I saw a meme when Drew Brees retired. And it was like, you know, somebody like hitting his head. And it was like Drew Brees when he forgot to win an MVP. Like he retired before he won an MVP. And it's facts. Yep. Like Drew's career, I mean, like, cool, you have a, a cool championship. But man, no MVPs, you're automatically lower than Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Aaron Rodgers. We're, we, don't, we don't even have to discuss the three of them all the time. Nope. I don't care about nope. your record. I don't care about the passing yard record. I don't care about the passing touchdown record. Bro, you, you, you weren't the best quarterback a single year while you yep. were in the league. Next, uh, 13 points game, nine uh, – hold on. 13 points game, nine assists. Two chips. Zero MVPs, two chips, six-time All-NBA, and this is interesting, nine-time All-Defense. What are you taking? See, this, one, this one's a little bit harder. This one, I'm taking the two chips, barely. But, like, I, I, I don't know who this is, honestly, but, like, I have a feeling that Chris Paul is going gonna, is gonna to be a better all-time player than this person. Okay. But, I mean, that's a pretty impressive resume, other than the points. So, this is Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd, yeah. We're taking Jay Kidd, but yeah. I didn't. I thought he averaged more points than that. I'm surprised at that. You know, I think Jason Kidd didn't age well, I think is the issue. That's and true. I think, it, I think it hurts him with the points a game. Um, but... Jay Kidd Nine was a time, mother in the early 2000s. In, in pr- like prime Oof. kid, I think, and Oof. this is, this is like I said, food for thought. Prime kid was a problem. He won two championships. Yep. And, and, and he wasn't that offensive. See, as a soccer player that loves to play basketball, I know that when I play other basketball players, I can't keep up with them on offense. So I make up for it on defense. He's that also mean, a big and, body. Well, no, but listen, listen to this bro. argument, okay? Because I know I'm not as good as these people, right? So I don't try as much on offense. I focus on defense. And I feel like as a point guard, that's not a, you know, a, just a pure bucket. I mean, Chris Paul is a bucket in the mid-range. I'm not, I'm not saying he's not. But like as a Chris, you know, as a point guard that can't average 20 points a game, you have to be good at defense. I feel like it's, it's a given. Like it's a balance out. Jason Kidd's a perfect example. Jason, you're only going to average 13 points a game? Well, you better be on it on defense. 
and that's what he did. That's that was that's he was an entirely. amazing passer as well. He wasn't he was an amazing yeah. passer. That's true. Um, next on this list, uh, this is kind of a long list. I'm not gonna lie. This is an interesting Ooh, name. Please. Another old head. 19 points a game, six assists, two championships, six-time All NBA, seven-time All Defense. Who are you taking? I'm I'm obviously taking the 19 points a game. A little bit more points, a little less assists, but chips, and he's got a lot of all-time defense and all-time NBA All NBA selections. You're not gonna guess it. It's uh, it's Walt Frazier. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed it. Wouldn't have guessed it. But that I think this is like when the all defensive award was starting to be given out. He's one of the like yeah. first players so and he won it seven times. Um, like I said, food for thought. I know I can feel the anger of listeners. For, you know, like when we talk oh, about yeah. this like, Walt Fraser is no way better than Chris Paul. I'm not saying he is not saying he's all time better. But, but I just I think we gotta re I'm just saying we gotta reevaluate how we judge Chris Paul. I, I would say Chris Paul is better all time than Walt Frazier. But if you look at those stats, it's like, Hmm, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Next. Okay. That, that's Westbrook. I already know it is. It's gotta be Westbrook. <laughs> I knew, I didn't even have to say nothing, huh? The listener for so, the, the Westbrook's one of my favorite players ever. So Russell I looked Westbrook. at those stats and I already knew who it was. I'm taking See, Westbrook. I don't care I what anybody says about <laughs> shooting or anything. Talk about one of the best athletes ever. And at the end of the day, Chris Paul, where is your MVP? You have not had a season as good as Russell Westbrook's MVP triple-double season. Not even close. Your peak was not as good as Russell Westbrook. Yeah, you might have played at a solid like level for longer. And more efficiently. But nah, dude, I'm taking Russell. And we don't even you have know, to go into yeah. deep discussion on that, but I'm taking Russell. So. Period. For the listeners, Russ has 23 points a game, nine assists a game, an MVP, nine-time All-NBA defense. I mean, I'm sorry, not defense. Nine-time All-NBA so far. And it's crazy he has zero All-NBA defensive selections. So it that is, just proves to you what that crazy. means. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was I was looking at people, you know, like the, the steal leaders. You know, Chris, Chris was a great stealer, um, but he was terrible and – paint defense and and perimeter defense the only thing chris paul could do was steal the ball and transition and he actually managed to get nine time on you know all defense for it. i i gotta stop bringing it yeah, man what and one more one more thing before we move on to the next person for someone who doesn't pass russell westbrook all those triple double seasons and nine assists per game yeah they can go suck on that one same as chris paul for his career so yeah <laughs> have fun with it's that. just if it's about look if it's about stats or prime for prime like however you want to look at it russ has it oh yeah he has an mvp i mean he does he has an mvp at the end of the day and and he was by far the mvp like there was no discussion yeah that as far as i'm concerned that could have been the second unanimous mvp year and and he led a terrible thunder team to the playoffs okay shout out chris paul when he did it too but but (laughs) <laughs> dare i say russ's was worse all right next up um this player 26 points per game okay 10 assists per game an mvp a championship 11 time all nba this has been the easiest one statistic wise to say to, i'm not i'm choosing the <laughs> other person this right i mean it is this is oscar robertson and i feel yeah. like we i feel like we oftentimes forget about oscar because he's an old head uh, the All NBA defense wasn't even a award given out at that time, or he would have locked up eleven of those too. 
but 26 per uh, look at the at the end of the day we can't disrespect history 26 per, in points a game and 10 assists he has to be top five that's not average a double double he has his championship he has his mvp he got denied a couple more championships he definitely could have had more he yep. got denied some mvps too there's no doubt but um next i think we're we're almost to the end we only got two more here um but this player 20 points a game 11 assists a game three mvps five championships 10-time All-NBA player. I think this Magic is easier than the last Johnson. one. Magic Johnson. Three MVPs. Like when, when people say that MVPs don't matter, that is – it just can't be – it can't be true. Because, like, bro, three MVPs? You know who else is – we talked about the other players that have won three MVPs. There's only, like, two others. Ever. Yep. So – I mean, you know, there's just there's no denying it. Five championships. I don't care if he had a great team. Chris Paul has been on great teams and hasn't won a championship before. Agreed. So, uh, last one before we wrap this thing up. This one, I, I feel like we leave it out of a lot of these point guard lists. But, like I said, food for thought here, okay? This point guard... His entire career averaged 26 points a game, six assists. He has an MVP. He's a seven-time OMBA player, and he has one of the most legendary finals performances ever. Who do you think it is? I think it's AI. It is AI. It is AI. Yeah, I mean, and he's mm-hmm. kind of like he's he's kind of like in the Russell Westbrook category, except Russ passes better. You know what I mean? Ever, what's the knock on AI? Oh, he's kind of inefficient. And I mean, like, yeah, he won an MVP, but he didn't win anything. Well, guess what? He has an MVP and he's carried a team all the way to the finals. And I know Chris Paul's in the finals, but Allen Iverson's run to the finals and Chris Paul's run to the finals are two completely different things. It's just like Dirk's chip and KD's chip. I love KD, but those are not the same. They just aren't. Yeah. So AI taking his team to the finals and winning a game at Staples is one of the greatest accomplishments in NBA history. And he only yeah. just won one game. Look, but context anyways. is context is important. I mean, we give LeBron the same credit, right? He took that trash Cavs team. He did it twice. Took two trash Cavs teams to the finals and played lights out during the finals. We don't really we don't care if he lost badly in the finals. He played lights out. Um, AI was like, you know, I often hear Chris Paul is like the last of the old generation. You know, I feel like the old generation stopped after AI, you know, like AI came into the league and set the tone for the new generation. And Chris Paul just, you know, like he, when Chris Paul, Chris Paul came into the league with scoring point guards, Chris Paul's prime is occurring with scoring point guards and it's just not working for him. But I agree. I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying AI is definitely over Chris Paul on the list, but it's, it's something just some to think food about, for man. thought. That's why we did yeah, this. It's, it's just some food to, for it's thought. It's something for to think about. I mean, I mean, AI's MVP year was disgusting. I mean, the single prime. What is Chris Paul's prime year? I don't know. I like. I legitimately. I can't. 
there's not when I think of Chris Paul's 16 years playing basketball, there's not like one year. If I had to think of one year, it was I think I think they went to like the Western Conference Finals one year on that Clipper team. Or maybe it was no, they the never made it. They never made it. It was it was just a quarter. It was just a yep. Western Conference semifinals. Yeah, huh? semifinals when they beat the Spurs that one year. I think is what you're thinking of when he hit that bank. Yeah, yeah, he hit that bank. It was either that or it was uh, one of the years in Houston. I agree. I mean, and I don't. I mean, we could argue that he wasn't the best. I mean, he definitely wasn't the best player on Houston's team. He didn't backpack that. I mean, we. I. I mean. Looking back on it, he's probably higher than Blake Griffin, but Blake Griffin was all the rage those days, too. Thanks. Anyway, just some food to thought. Uh, we will be back next week, later this week, hopefully. Uh, but if not, we'll definitely be, be, be back next week on the Checkup Podcast. We'll see you later.